All righty, here we go. Welcome to this episode of Bevon. I'm Leonard, and I'm here with Dino Finari. I'll do the American pronunciation of Vitamin C Brewing in Weymouth, Massachusetts. Thank you so much for joining us, Dino. How are you doing today? I'm great, Leonard. Thank you. I appreciate uh, appreciate the time and opportunity to finally get on here with you. No kidding. I, I think I, I at one point I, I felt like I was chasing you from coast to coast for like the past couple of years now. You've been like I, a, like a fugitive. I've been chasing down. I, I believe me, it wasn't it wasn't intentional. <laughs> but yeah, I think we have we've we've kind of gone from coast to coast in this thing. So finally, we uh, we were able to make it happen. I definitely appreciate the time. Uh, we were talking a little bit before we started. Uh, I think the first time. Oh, so so you've been around since 2019. Let's go a little bit backwards, uh, and then we can talk about how we met. So 2019. Yeah. Tell us yeah, a little bit about how happened. So we, um, boy, I mean, I guess you, if you want to take the time machine back, um, I mean, I started home brewing back in uh, 1991, uh, and kind of put that down for a bit. Um, just wasn't really happy with the results back then and uh started doing wine making home um homemaking wine i should say um and did that for for quite a bit of time probably about 25 years and then uh, about 10 years or so ago uh picked uh picked up home brewing again and figured i'd give it another shot and had a friend that would come over and we'd get together every saturday and we'd brew at my house and um the results were much better then and uh and then it just kind of compounded out and uh, a few more friends would show up and we would, you know, start to brew and we were in the kitchen. And then from the kitchen, we finally moved outside uh, after a lot of complaining by my wife of leaving a mess all the time. So we um, we ended up outside and, and uh, grew our equipment, if you will. Um, and uh, and then uh once we realized with the seasons that it was going to get awful cold in the winter time, we, we moved into my basement, uh, and poured a floor there and, and put in all kinds of sweet equipment there and turned it into our own little brewery. Um, so, so and what, what, we were, what, would, what was your setup like when you first started home brewing? Like everybody else, just a five gallon pot, you know, uh, an igloo cooler as a mash ton and, you know, typical, typical homebrew setup. Um, that, that, you know, we've, we've, I think most of us have, have started with. And what were some of the other early beers you were trying to, to brew with? Well, I mean, you know, first, first time around way back in the early nineties, um, it was really just catch as catch can, whatever, whatever we could kind of get our hands on. It was, you know, back during the initial wave of, of craft beer, if you will. And, um, certainly, uh, a lot of the styles that, quote unquote styles that we have now were weren't available back then so we didn't even think about them but but this time around um we were we were obviously chasing hazy ipas and and that's what we enjoyed drinking so that's what we we kind of started to focus on making and um and that's kind of what we've become known for and did you start uh experimenting with adjuncts early on with with the homebrew stuff uh not i mean not really. Uh, again, we we really didn't start um, doing sours and stouts uh, until we were we were really you know an open commercial brewery. Um, you know, we just had more access to to things then at that point. Uh, and you know, when you're home brewing and making one beer a week, um, you know, you, you, we wanted to kind of uh, dial in one or two um, beers just to, to continually keep making them and really, you know, 
really get them where we wanted them to be. And um, before we started to just really spread our wings and, and uh, try a bunch of different things. And you, and you found as your group of friends was growing as you were brewing that. Hey, oh, well, yeah. When you, you want a group of friends to be a home brewer, uh, good and bad, but now it, 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 that's really kind of how we, we, I guess, gained our notoriety in a way. We just would, we'd give beer out to friends and then friends of friends and friends of friends. And it would just keep, keep steamrolling. And, um, and then eventually just people would, would, message us randomly out of the blue like hey i heard if i you know stop by and leave a four pack of beer i can take a four pack of your beer and, and it just it was it created this whole thing which was really really cool um we actually have the that that original cooler that was in our front yard it's uh it's hanging in the tap room here in weymouth so yeah pretty cool story pretty surreal so, so at what point do you decide hey um we're 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 going to try to do something in, in a professional brew house um, in Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's funny. I don't think we really ever had that, that thought or that idea that, that it was something that we were going to, you know, we were going to try and chase. I mean, we, we all were starting families and we all, you know, had jobs and, and mortgages and all that. So it was like, you know, all of a sudden we're going to make a career change at, at, the, at this stage. But um, I think we just, we kept seeing the results of, of the product. We kept seeing that it was getting better and better and, and people kept asking for more and more of it. So uh, in that regard, we were kind of almost pushed into it. Um, which thankfully, um, because it's, it's, it's been an amazing experience and, um, we're having a lot of fun doing this. And, uh, how did the uh, name come up? Who came up with the name? So vitamin C actually was, uh, it goes back to a, a school project I had back in the day where I had to create a fictional business and it was going to be vitamin C surf shop, uh, which oddly enough, the, 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 um, imaginary location was an actual real location and and you know if you fast forward now 35 years we we actually bring our we have a beer truck if you will like it's almost like a food truck but we serve beer from it and we actually parked that on the location down in the town that that i live in in uh, hall massachusetts and that's parked right at the location where that that uh fictional vitamin c surf shop was going to be so um, I always knew that vitamin C was going to be something. I just didn't know what. And then when I was trying to come up with the name for the brewery, I just kind of dusted that off vitamin C brewing and it, and it stuck and, uh, and people seem to really like it. And it, it, it really kind of enveloped who we are and, and, um, and yeah, and here we are. So, I, I mean, I, this isn't, you know, we're, 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 I think a little bit older than you, but we're older guys and, uh, this isn't your first career. So how, how do you get that to that moment where you've had a, I'm sure you, I'm not sure what you were doing before this, but you had a career or two yeah. and then you hit this point where, okay, I'm just going to, just going to take a gamble and this is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to change my career trajectory, like on a dime. I'll tell you what, I'll let you know when that day happens because it hasn't happened yet. I'm still, uh, I still, I joke jokingly say that, that this, this brewing thing is, is a hobby um, because I still do have a, a, an actual real job that I, that I do and, and, and you know, work Monday through Friday. Uh, I'm fortunate that I work remotely and um, pretty much everything I can do is done from either my phone or my laptop. So um, it, it's, I'm able to, to kind of manage both things and, and also blessed to have a amazing staff, uh, here that, that really make sure that things are, are, uh, running on all cylinders. 
before I forget, I wanted to make sure I had this beer um, that I have in front of me. So um, this is called Four Fours, and it's mm -hmm. a collaboration between um, Vitamin C, of course, Equilibrium, Other Half, and uh, Jay Wakefield. Um, this is the can I I picked up uh, last week at the uh, at the Wakefest. Man, you you were in some pretty amazing company, and we were talking about this before the recording. You're pretty pretty amazing company. I'll tell you what, I don't know how the heck we got invited to that, but uh, we're we're very thankful that uh, that those guys all took us under their wing, their wings, because uh, it's been amazing, um, and we've we've um, we've really formed some great great friendships in this industry, and that's really the most important part of this whole collaborative thing that we do is it gives us a chance to spend time with each other. And, um, we just enjoy each other's company and, and, and exchanging of ideas and techniques and processes. And it's great. Um, and, and that's, you know, we get asked a lot of times from just blindly from people like, well, you know, let's do a collab. And we like to get to know people beforehand because it's, it kind of means more than that. Other than that, it's just kind of like, well, slapping somebody's logo on a can and, there's not much, there's not much depth to that. There's, there's, there's just, you know, it seems very, um, I don't know, fabricated at that point. Um, when we brew with people, we, we know that we've got a bond that's been created and, uh, and we know that, that it's, it's, it leads to more collaborations in the future and more shenanigans and, you know, great times to be had. So. So Four Fours is a sour ale with peaches, pineapple, passion fruit, and strawberry uh, with the 6% alcohol by volume. So I, I know you're probably on the clock still, so I'm, but I'm, it's my day off. I'm going <laughs> to do a cheers to you. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Definitely. Oh, it's got a little uh, tartness that got me in the back. Oh, yeah. Wakefield knows how to do those uh, those Florida vices. Um, this isn't the uh, first collaboration um, you've done. Obviously, you've done a number of them. Uh, I did pick up a can of uh, vitamin C and equilibrium on uh, Tavor recently. Um, mm -hmm. the, I think it's vitamin MC3. Is that the name of it? Yeah, that's we we. Uh, it's funny. Every time we either get together with the the folks over at EQ or we we're on the phone with them, we're like, boy, it's been a couple of weeks. We probably we're probably due for another collab. So we probably collab with them more than anybody. Um, and we just we have just a great friendship there, and we we have very similar senses, uh, a very similar sense of humor. Uh, so it seems like in every conversation, it's like, oh, there's a beer name, you know. So there's always something that comes out of it. But that's uh, that's I think probably the second or third uh, iteration of their version, the one that you had. Um, so we're we're probably due to brew it here again too, real soon. So uh, I guess I'll now go back. I kind of caught up a little bit on the timeline. So we first met at Monsterland in uh, in San Diego in 2021, mm -hmm. um, and you were there. And uh, and I, I, I you're I think you were pouring. It's funny because you mentioned IPAs, and I think I know you more from stouts from the Monsterland and like uh, and like the Pastry Town. And so when we when we were there, um, you were pouring. I think it was like a French toast like a cinnamon toast crunch stout of some type uh it was exact... actually it was a cinnamon coffee stout so uh a barrel aged version uh cinnamon, cinnamon coffee stout so with most land you um you know if you get invited to, to to pour at that then 
one of the uh, I don't know, I don't want to call a stipulation, but one of the things is that you you brew a beer with using Moster's coffee, and uh, so that was what we chose. Um, it's called uh, Lost in Translation. It was our barrel age version, uh, and that's one of those things where when Uncle Mike taps you on the shoulder and says, "Hey, I want you to come pour at our festival," well, then then you go. So um, that was funny. That year, I think the first year I did that was I almost like had to hop the fence to catch a red eye home. Uh, it was Halloween the next day, and yeah. I could not get a flight out early enough that morning, and I did not want to miss that with the uh, with the little ones at home. So uh, we made it work. It was a uh, it was a whirlwind. It made for a good story. Yeah, and and I was sharing with you that night. I think by far that was the best beer of the night for for me, and that was my first introduction to uh, to vitamin C. I even I, I even that. have. I mean, I'm wearing the shirt that you gave me from. That I see night. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. It, it was it was a, it really that. it really was a special beer, and I think from that point on, uh, I think I've been talking to all of my beer buddies and saying, you, you know, guy, you. If you can get your hands on it, get your hands on vitamin C uh, because it's 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 really uh, highly crafted, very special beers that you guys produce. Um, oddly enough, I think so. That was probably October. You're right. It's October of 2021, yeah. and then the following month was Pastry Town, and sure as heck, I ran into you over there as well. Yeah, and uh, and we, we you started... you you're getting around. You get around, Leonard. <laughs> Hey now, those start right? rumors. <laughs> That's how rumors are started. That's it. Um, well, you know, as I get older, um, and it's kind of weird. And I think I use kind of the show as a as a as a skill developing. I'm I'm actually kind of an introvert, and so I think one now that I get a little bit older, and my kids my kids are a lot older than than your kids. Um, I'm starting to travel around more, the seeing mm-hmm. the country and going to these beer events. Um, and so Pastry Town was, a, they saw you a month later at Pastry Town and, uh, and again, pouring high level, I mean, it's a high level event, um, which is, yeah, the, which you is, know, go ahead. You, you, when you go to one of those events like that, I mean, you want to bring your, your, your best offerings. Um, we always have a struggle because people always want to try our, 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 our classics, if you will, or our, our rotational beers that kind of made me, made us who we are. Um, but the, um, at the same time, you, you really want to try and bring some specialty things. Um, so we're always bringing an IPA pretty much to every festival one way or another. Uh, and then I think on at Pastry Town, we went with some of our heavily fruited sours that were really, really um, well received, um, our our cream pop series. So, yeah, those are fun. That's, that's obviously a, a fun event. Um, other half knows how to put on a put on a, a fest. So they uh Again, same thing. When they you get invited to that, you you better bring your A game and and uh, and it's great to just get out there and see the crowds again and see everybody that we've we've, we've missed everyone. You know, those those yeah. couple of years were tough. Yeah, uh, and so it's a little weird because a uh, pastry town or a version of it is actually occurring this week. So you're are you going to be mm. flying out to New York um, within the next no. couple of days? We uh we actually ha- we're setting beer down for uh for opening bash and for some some side events there for New York City Beer Week but um but we, unfortunately we won't be there personally we just uh little uh, sorry little short staff there um so it's uh, it's just gonna be beer for this time but we'll we'll get back down that way soon yeah I was uh in in, in 
I don't know. They they changed the uh, the month the date for it because now it's they wanted to coincide with the with the New York uh, Beer mm. Week. Um, so it was advertised super late. I was I was contemplating whether I was gonna make it out there, but it's not gonna happen, unfortunately. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So then we did Patriot Town 2021. Then I saw you again in in uh, Monsterland down in San Diego, which is always a good event. Uh, and then most recently at the uh, Wake Fest, uh, mm. that was a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, let's see. So uh, we're starting to get some shipments of vitamin C locally. Um, I was mentioning that uh, you know my shop has a on their IG they post what what they get in, and so as soon as I saw, I mean the symbol, your logo is pretty unmistakable. So once you see the logo, you know what it is. And so we were able yeah. to get a couple of cans. Well, I think we got uh, Seven Bells and uh, Ramble and Rome over here in Los Angeles. Are we going to see more vitamin C hitting the uh, LA market or California market? Definitely, definitely. Um, we've uh, we've probably been sending beer out there for, geez, I don't know, at least a year, maybe longer. Um, and it's 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 sporadic in the sense that it's we're not trying to flood the market, right? We we, we don't want to do a disservice to to, to us or to the to the consumer out there so we uh, we try to get the freshest stuff out there as possible uh and we're i think we're doing it's either four times a year or six times or maybe up to six times a year now we're sending to california and obviously california's a big market i mean we do a lot of stuff up in the bay area sacramento and then uh, la and then obviously down in in uh, san diego uh let's see and are you doing are you doing barrel age are you bottling barrel age beers yet we are yeah we've got quite a bit um well quite a bit for us uh not compared to some of the breweries i've been in but uh quite a bit of barrels uh, various barrels that are sitting there aging right now so um some will be coming up to probably the the 12 month time frame uh and then there's others that are that are there longer so uh we we you know keep checking periodically we released one for our anniversary our fourth anniversary um back at the beginning of february and then uh we'll see we'll see what the next one's going to be uh, and so and so i see some things on tavor do you guys do a lot of work with tavor or is it just through collabs yeah we don't at this point uh it's something we've we've researched a little bit but we haven't made a, a move uh on that yet but anything you see there now would be a collab Okay, I'm just trying to figure out how my how do I how do I get your beers in, in Los Angeles? Uh, besides the events that we do a couple of times a year. Yeah, the um, like I said, we'll we'll um, we'll have to talk to our, our representatives out there and see where they're sending the stuff. And uh, if you can kind of give me an idea where you where you'd like to see it, then we can. Uh, I'm sure we can we can call some favors then. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Um, so tell me, craft beer. Um, what have you, when you first started getting into craft beer, what, what kind of beers were you drinking? Oh boy. So this is, we're talking like, uh, you know, early nineties, I guess the first time around was pretty much tried whatever I could get my hands on. Um, you know, obviously Sierra Nevada was, was always a, you know, a, a, a find and then Sam Adams back in the day, um, you know, beers like that. Um, and then I guess on this, this next time around, um, I mean, again, you know, we, every once in a while, we'd get our hands on some Pliny out here. Uh, we had a friend, uh, that had a, a 
coworker out in the West Coast, and they would send shipments back every once in a while, which was always a nice find. Uh, and then we would hunt, uh, you know, hunt the Alchemist beers. We'd we'd hunt for Hetty yeah. Topper and Focal Banger up here, and uh, obviously what Sean Lawson was doing. Uh, I mean, it was a really great time uh, within the last ten years ago to 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 be in craft beer up here in New England. I mean, there's just so many so many options, and Hill Farmstead and Treehouse and Trillium and Bissell Brothers and Allagash and you know, you name it, there, there were so many. So, um, yeah, we, uh, certainly didn't have a shortage and, and again, um, just tried to find as many different kinds of beer that we could find and try as many different things and see what, what we really liked. So pretty, you, pretty, um, open right now, as far as, you know, what I like to drink. Did you find that when you first started doing home brewing, you were trying to mimic some of the uh, beers that you were drinking? Or were you just like, hey, I'm going to try something uh, different? I think, you know, I think it's important to to make your own. Um, I mean, we certainly would try different beers from different breweries and say, boy, this is this is great. I'd like to make something like this. But I think it's important that you make your own uh, and kind of um, try to try to copy a style versus versus copy a specific beer. You know what I mean? Um, I've always looked at it like I want to make our beer. Uh, because I still want to enjoy, you know, another brewery's beer. And if I go to make, try to make their beer, then it just, it's kind of, uh, kind of loses its thing. So when you're not drinking vitamin C, what beers are mm-hmm. you drinking? Boy, that's, what? that's a good question. Um, I mean, I don't really drink that much, to be honest with you at this, at this stage. Um, it's, you know, usually if, if I bring beer home, it, it ends up dying in my fridge. Um, so, you know, I, Typically something uh, maybe in an English style or, or a German style. Uh, I still do like a good hazy, um, but I guess I steer more towards lagers uh, at, at this point too. Just uh, a little bit easier to drink and and um, they make chasing the kids around a little bit more more palatable. So. <laughs> and you, and you, so you're talking about making wine earlier. Uh, do you drink? Yeah. Uh, do you drink wine? I do enjoy a glass of wine. Uh, I do. Uh, again, not as often as I'd like probably, but, um, but I do certainly enjoy a nice glass of wine. Absolutely. Have you ever uh, looked at, uh, or have you done beers in the past uh, aging them in wine barrels? We have. Yeah. We have a, a little bit of a wild program that we're starting out and uh, we've actually used great must in, in, uh, in some of our seltzers that we're doing and um, we'll be doing more more things like that. Um, what type of trends do you see going on in the craft beer industry? I know non-alcoholic beers are kind of a thing that's uh, that's going on right now. Um, do you yeah. produce a, do you produce an NA beer? We don't. Uh, we actually worked with friends of ours up in Portland, Maine, that uh, started an NA brand uh, called Kit, K-I-T. Uh, so we actually carry their products in our tap room now. Um, I'm still just trying to figure out the whole NA thing. I don't know if anybody has the has the, the answers yet. Um, we're still trying to figure out who's drinking them, you know, how much of the population is drinking them, and and uh, and what styles are, are they looking to do. So um, we've been also um, toying around with doing some lower ABV uh, beers. We've we've done a like a one and a half percent lager and a, and actually even a session IPA at one and a half percent. So. Those uh, we're 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 testing those out to see how they do and um, see how they hold up, 
and uh, we'll see if that if that continues if the trend continues to go that way i, I don't know i i, I um uh, right now in the industry it's it's a, a very strange time um seems like what people want to drink and how they drink it and how they buy it is completely changed so and there's no real patterns it's it, every week it's something different so we're um you know we're just trying to stay stay alongside it and 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 you know keep up with everything going on it seems like it changes every week yeah is that a conversation you have with like other breweries and and or you know sitting down and saying hey what do we see and what's happening in your region and that's something i could do in my region every conversation every conversation it's like dry january i mean I think they. I saw a statistic like fifteen percent of people are doing dry January now, which is a massive number. And you talk to other breweries, and you know how how was January? Oh, you survived dry January. It went from surviving COVID to surviving dry January. And and uh, you know, oddly enough, some people had great Januarys, and then and then a lot didn't. So um, you know, how do you how do you um, how do you maintain during that month? You know, is it dialing back? the amount of, of beer that you produce? Is it adding NA beers? Is it other things that you can promote, you know, different programming, different activities in your tap room to, to, uh, to still get people to come in uh, during that month? Cause it's, you know, again, it's, it's, it can be a, a very, very slow month for, for some breweries, yeah, but uh, yeah, as far as, as far as the trends um, I don't know, I think, I guess NA is probably still the, the, the biggest thing that we're, we're, we're seeing now. Um, that I can think of. I mean, we're starting to do some of these like cocktail inspired seltzers at a higher ABV, which I think is, is, has taken off. And there's some, some great uh, breweries out there that are doing a fantastic job with that. Uh, and it's been kind of exciting and, and uh, eye opening for us. So um, I think you're going to see, we're going to definitely offer more of those uh, to people. And it's, it's great for, you know, someone that's gluten-free and it's great for somebody that doesn't like beer and, um, it's they can be fun. You can have a lot of fun with them. What about hop water? I, I recently went to uh, so we had uh, I'm in LA, but we recently just came back from San Francisco for their beer week, and I mm -hmm. tried a hop water which I hadn't heard of before. Are you familiar? Yeah, with I am. Um, we've never made a, an actual hop water, although I we did make a hard seltzer that we dry hopped, uh, and that was interesting. Very unique, very different. Um, it, it's very, it's 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 a niche, you know. But uh, but I think there's something there with that. Um, it it certainly was refreshing and nice, and it gave you that that hoppiness that you like. Um, so that's you know it's something that we've we've played around with, and we'll probably continue to do so. Let's see. I'm just trying to look at my questions here. So collaborations. What, what this is a, this is a question I, I was going to ask you. So who do you yeah. want to collaborate with that you haven't yet? Is there like a short oh list? Um, there's not many people that we haven't collabed with. It feels like, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a few. Yeah, there's a few out there. I know we've we've spoken to Green Cheek recently out in California about about collabing finally. And I think there's a lot of synergy there with us and them and they're great people. And we've, we've built a nice friendship with them. Uh, and it, it's just kind of come natural, right? Like who's going to ask who type of thing, but, um, and then I, you know, I think there's a few others around the world. We'd like to start doing more international stuff. Um, we've done a few and we hope to grow that. Um, we've got a collaboration coming up with a brewery in Australia, um, mountain culture. 
which we're looking forward to do because that's going to be a market that we expand into probably in 2023. Um, and yeah, just, you know, wherever, like, again, if, if we form a friendship with somebody and, and it, and it feels right and, and it, it, the fits there, then, then you'll probably see us collab with them. Yeah, Green Cheek. I have that. I'm doing their interview uh, later on today, actually. So it's a uh, the can can say hi to the guys. Uh, make sure, yeah. Make sure Evan, so you say hello to Evan for us. <laughs> Send love back from back east. Is 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 a collaboration like forming that partnership? Is it kind of like dating? Like you you have to see if there's a match there with the uh, yeah. With, it, in what? a way, in a way, yeah. It's like you you know you want to spend time with this person, you know, or is it? <laughs> And there's there's some that you could just tell it's like these days people have no interest at all in getting to know who we are. They just they just want to put our our logo on their can, and I don't know, just kind of defeats the purpose of it. Kind of sours you on it in a way, you know. No pun intended, huh? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So do you ever want to like uh, so do you ever want to do a collab with someone and they're like, yeah, no, <laughs> we'll pass. Well, I'll be honest with you, like we've <laughs> never really been the ones to ask because we don't oh, want okay. to put anyone in that in that uncomfortable position and we've always said like we've tried to maintain our humility and say you know what we're the new kids still even though we're four years in like like let the the established breweries ask us and and it's it's worked well for us it's worked well for us we we know our place you know we we uh we uh we know who we are and and and, and what we're all about so yeah, well, to see, I'm I'm glad to see your name on this four force can because it, you you know you're in quite elite company, which is uh, which is obviously uh, you know evidence of what the what level of beer you guys are producing. We um we were fortunate enough. I met I actually met John Wakefield years before we opened uh, at another brewery out here uh, up in New England, and uh, I guess he didn't he never forgot. So we we uh, always just kind of exchanged messages, um, you know throughout our time of opening and all that. And he just reached out one day and, and then equilibrium actually ended up coming the same weekend. And, uh, and then we actually didn't meet the folks from other half till probably a year later. And same thing. We just kind of hit it off and, and uh, they've all become our, our closest friends. I, I, I really would say they're family more than anything. Um, and that's kind of what we, that's kind of how we treat each other. So we, we get together, as, as often as we can. And we're always talking on a daily basis too, which is kind of nice. Yeah. It's always great to see the level of uh, support and camaraderie and uh, collaboration in the craft beer industry. I don't know. I don't know if you see that too much in, in other industries as much as you see it in, uh, in, in craft beer industry. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, like even here there's, there's, you know, I've got, we have a brewery two doors over from us that are close friends of ours. And we've got one 10, 10 minutes up the road. And then we have, you know, another 10 that are within, you know, a 30 mile stretch of, of road. And it's, it's, we're all friendly with each other. We all, we're all trying to help each other out. You know, it's, it's, uh, we always say, you know, rising tide lifts all ships. And I think it's true. Um, I feel like, by and large, the majority, you know, 99% of the, the breweries that are out there have that same collaborative, you know, um, feeling. Um, and it is, it, it's, it is very unique. It's, it's not something that you see in other industries that, that I've come across uh, anyway, but it, uh, it certainly is great, which is why when you see us at these festivals, it's a chance for us to catch up with everyone and just see how everybody's doing, how families are and, you know, what's going on with you and, you know, are you opening a spot? Are you doing this? And, you know, all those, those things. And that, that kind of, um, it's, it's the best part of, of, 
of of these events is is really getting to see everyone and and catch up. So speaking of events, besides the Monsterland, are, do we see vitamin C out in other, any other events in California, the California area? Hmm. So um, we were at Harlan's event last year. Um, haven't heard if they're doing one again uh, this year, but if they do, I'm assuming we'll be there for that. And we've sent beer out for San Francisco Beer Week. Um, trying to think what else, what other events in California? We've done a few in the past. Um, version, we did their event, um, down in San Diego. Yeah, that's not, not too many yet. Hopefully that's going to grow though. So there haven't been till, that many festivals. I'm going to wait till October then. <laughs> for, I don't for, know. We'll have to see. Yeah. I, I haven't I heard the much. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, I always look forward to seeing you, Dino. You're always so generous at the festivals and with your time and uh, and and with your beers. I definitely appreciate the uh, time you've taken for us uh, here today. Thank, uh, thank you so much. No, believe me, we we appreciate all the support and you've been with us uh, all this time. And and uh, I'm sorry that it took so long to <laughs> finally make this happen, but uh, I'm glad we were able to 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 finally get it done. So I I appreciate your patience. It's been it's been a whirlwind. So. Yeah, you're like, uh, I better get this over with with this guy, so he'll stop hounding me at these festivals. No, 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 no. <laughs> never, never, ever, ever. You know that. You know me better than that. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time. Uh, I've been here with Dino. Uh, this is Leonard, and this has been Bivon, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Cheers.